From the cricket field to the cow shed, it's the Country Sport Breakfast with Brian Kelly on Gold Sport. Well, as you would have heard in sports news, Australia, 279 for nine after the opening day of the first cricket test against New Zealand at, uh, in Wellington at the Basin Reserve in front of a big crowd. Australia benefited. Breezy Cameron Green, 103. It wasn't bad. He's still there. His second test century, a disciplined Usman Kawaja, 33. And a combative Mitch Marsh on no, out for 40. Uh, New Zealand, equal to the task, I think. Matt Henry securing figures of 4 for 43 from his 20 overs. Uh, joining us on the show this morning, our man at the ground, who's there to enjoy the lunch as well, Andrew Alderson. Morning, Alders. Greetings, BK. Yeah, what a day it was. I mean, 279 for nine. I think New Zealand would probably have taken that at the start of play. But, uh, you know, Cam Green getting to that second test century of his, that was a great knock. 103. Uh, and uh, I, I thought actually probably the, the innings of the day in some respects to me was Usman Kawaja, 33 off 118 balls, but it was just his ability to leave and his ability to be patient because at the base on the opening day of a test match with that greenish strip, it can be pretty intimidating, but uh, he was up to the task and uh, he was able to establish a platform. So I guess now, you know, 279, we've got to get rid of Green or, or the, the last batsman in there and then um, our turn to bat, right? It is, and I actually think it's not a bad scenario for New Zealand to be in. I mean, if they had dismissed Australia and then faced a few overs last night, yeah. they, without having the benefit of a net this morning for, say, Young and, and Latham at the top of the order, Williamson as well, uh, it could have been troublesome against an attack that's, uh, you know, they're not world champions for nothing with uh, you know, Hazelwood, <laughs> Cummins and Stark, and then Lyon later on. But I just think uh, those, those three in particular would be looking at that strip and thinking, yes, we're looking forward to a bowl on this. So, I think that uh, it's it's going to be a fascinating second day to see how New Zealand uh, combat that against uh, uh, Australian sides that's rested overnight. What did you make of Kukulain and his uh, and his bowling form yesterday? I thought he added quite a bit to the attack. In a way, he's got that slingy action, and uh, when he's able to get that, not so much even the Yorker length, but when he pitches up, uh, he can be quite troublesome, quite difficult to see. I imagine he hasn't got quite the pace. I was surprised that he used to have, and but he, then again, he's Earned selection on the basis of, of his 22 wickets at uh, 16.4 in the Plunkett Shield and uh, in the side, um, I guess, at the expense of, of Neil Wagner, who was on the field quite a bit, got yeah. quite a few cheers uh, <laughs> on he? the embankment of Neil Wagner once he came out for a, a cameo appearance, I think it was on, on the boundary there for a period, <laughs> uh, which was quite uh, heartwarming as well after what's been such a successful uh, New Zealand Test career. Looking at the rest of the bowling attack, I mean, I guess Matt Henry was the star of the show, but Southie, O'Rourke, what do you make of them? Well, I actually thought, um, you know, start, start with Henry was, was was the pick of the bowlers. I mean, that mm. four for 43 off 20 overs, as you mentioned, uh, he, he, I think he got the right length more than anyone else. And I thought the uh, quite a pivotal moment in the day was him actually dismissing Usman Kawaja, uh, got the ball through Kawaja and, uh, you know, was able to effectively York and Kawaja went to, to drive down the ground. Uh, and then uh, I thought O'Rourke too was was pretty handy with those couple of wickets that were able to add to the New Zealand cause. Okay, so the big question now is number one: What's the weather going to do today? Because had a bit of rain leading up to the uh, to play yesterday, didn't we? Look, I've got excellent news on that front, BK. It's fine this morning, and it's apparently going to be fine all day. It's just a big, you know, orange yellowy orb on all the uh, the forecasts as well. So that's going to be you know, just gentle northerlies coming across the ground uh, over the course of the day. So New Zealand will probably get uh, some excellent batting conditions on the second day, I would have thought. It's not looking as... Fl- oh, it's looking OK for Saturday, but it's not looking as flash 
later in the Test match, say Sunday and Monday. So it'll be uh, well, it's intriguing to see how far it progresses in the three days at least uh, before there'll be some further tactics come into play. And talking about the weather, the Aussies looked like they weren't handling it very well. Looking at some of the guys sitting in the stand, they had beanies <laughs> on, they had puffer jackets, they looked like they were frozen. <laughs> they looked like they were about to you know, go out on, a, on, on Scott's Antarctic expedition yeah. you know, sort of thing. You know, Captain Oates, I'm, I'm going outside <laughs> maybe some time kind of thing. It was, um, I, was, I was quite astonished as to how cold they looked with those, those beanies on and puffer jackets yeah. to say. Um, I mean, it was... It was an element of chill to it with the southerly coming in, but we were, you know, it was late February, et cetera. It was still okay. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, but I guess when you come from that warmer climate, uh, it really would start to, to take a toll over the course of a day like that when you're outside. So, yeah, that's uh, probably an advantage uh, in, for New Zealand in that respect, I think. And day two on the wicket, what's it going to do today, Alders? Well, I would have thought it would flatten out uh, a bit more. You know, looking at it yesterday, BK, it wasn't as verdant and green as it usually is at the basin. There was a bit of, um, I actually saw Danny Vittori afterwards in the corridor just um, down near the press conferences. And, you know, he's someone who's played, I think, like 21 tests yeah. at the basin. And he was saying, yeah, he felt that it was more, um, you know, that sort of brown grass already, or dead grass already coming through. You know, it, was, it, was, it wasn't as... Yeah, I guess as, as green as we've usually come to expect. So may dry out quicker than usual as well. But I would have thought that place is New Zealand's hands if they can, um, you know, I guess uh, apply themselves with the bat today. You, know, you get Williamson in there as well um, with the form that he's in. Uh, perhaps that could be uh, an, an advantage to New Zealand. Yeah, the Aussies with that bowling attack, though, I'm a little bit worried about that. It's pretty impressive. <laughs> <laughs> it sure is. And, and the thing is, I think, with that attack, as we've come to expect over the years, because they've pretty much kept together, well, all the way through this summer, but uh, they've been around the traps for so long, is that there's no respite. And when yeah. you know, you, you've got to be on, the, on your absolute best to be able to, I guess, uh, defend against them, but then also to attack later and play... You know, to build yourself in innings, if you like. So I think that's one of the great challenges in Test cricket at the moment is, is facing that Australian attack, and, and that's why it's Test cricket, and, and why uh, you know if New Zealand are able to do so, they can they can really commend themselves with a, with a strong performance. Day two gets underway at eleven this morning. What was for lunch yesterday, mate? How was it? Yeah, we had some Moroccan chicken yesterday, BK. Oh, Happy with that. A bit, yeah. a bit of brown in the afternoon, so that kept the uh, you know the uh, the the the, the pack uh, beavering away at the, at the top of the R.A. Vance stand there, looking oh. wicket to wicket. Uh, can't complain about that, can we? No. <laughs> and wasn't the crowd fantastic yesterday? Yeah. Blown away, sellout. It really was, and you did get that vibe actually of, yeah. of the sellout uh, element to it. It was just it was humming all day, and well, I mean. That's that's what we want, isn't it? I mean, a, a full base, and, and and for you know for multiple days as well, leading into the weekend. Hope the weather holds, but you know that, and, and that's you know, reflective of the opponents as well. The Australians, as the world champions, um, they're not going to come every much. Last time they came since since 2016. Yeah, it's uh, it's got to be savoured. Nice to chat, orders. Enjoy day two today. Looking forward to it. Thanks, BK. Andrew Alderson joining us. And uh, what did impress me about the crowd there? A lot of Australian visitors there, which is amazing. One of the scariest things you can hear as a parent is quiet. But if you do get a little quiet time, have a listen to The Parenting Hangover. 
it's not scary at all. If I bump into a couple and they have a boy and they have a girl and I'm like, oh, boy, girl, snip. You've got a boy. You've got a girl. Get the snip. You're done. You get to figure out what it's like raising a girl. You get to figure out what it's like raising a boy. Save yourself a ton of stress and money. You've got your perfect little family. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.